Broadcasting from the capital city in Norway, Oslo, our host, Andre Bauman, is bringing you the Gamers Performance Podcast. Nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. Stay tuned if you want to learn how to eat and train for optimal health and gaming performance. And now, here's your host, former esports athlete and personal trainer with a master's degree in nutrition and experience in working with Olympic level athletes, Andre Bauman. All right, welcome to the talk, guys. My name is Andre from gamersperformance.gg. I have a master's degree in nutrition. I'm also working with the Norwegian Olympic Sports Center with the, some of the best Norwegian athletes. And I'm a former esports athlete myself. I used to play in Counter-Strike 1.6 in 2004, 2005 with Team Catch Gamer. And I was also on the national team for quite some time. And today I want to talk about nutrition, physical activity, and the health and performance of esports athletes and gamers. So it's a question I get a lot when I have a lot of talks with uh, esports athletes uh, or gamers at the folk high schools or for teams or just individual athletes. And then they kind of ask me the question, or at least some of them ask me, like, dude, what actually, what does nutrition and physical activity do for my performance? I can't like see the connection here. And um, and for uh, I, I can say that for many people, it's not obvious at all. Uh, for my background, I know that nutrition, of course, will affect performance, even though it's mental performance or cognitive performance, not only the physical performance. Um, but a lot of people, they, they just can't see the connection, and, and that's fully understandable, I would say. Um, so let's just walk through the basics of how this can affect the performance of an esports athlete or a gamer, of course. Well, first of all, we have to uh, find out which is the main, quotation mark, muscle for a, an esports athlete or a gamer well some people would think okay it's my fingers i move my fingers and my arm or my wrist maybe but all of these muscles are executed on the command of the brain so our brain is actually the main muscle for an esports athlete so making sure the brain is performing as optimal as possible will be the best chance of improving your performance as an esports athlete or a gamer. So when it comes to nutrition, uh, there are pretty much well-documented evidence that fueling your brain with the right kind of nutrients will give you a boost in your cognitive performance. And cognitive performance is basically the same as brain performance. So... Even though you think about like reaction time or executive tasks or analytic tasks and all these kind of things you need as an esports athlete, the nutrition or the food you eat will affect these kind of performance aspects of your brain. So that's the cognitive performance part. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about in, uh, this kind of cognitive performance and, and the food items in a later talk in detail. Uh, but for today, we're just gonna like uh, touch the touch the surface of all of this to get uh, like a basic understanding of why you should work with this kind of stuff and and maybe how you can work with this stuff. Also, uh, when it comes to performance, uh, you can say that health is actually also related related to performance. Take this for an example: if you eat like crap and you don't train and you don't watch out for your health you get sick. 
And if you get sick, you don't get to train optimally. Or you don't get to train at all. So that will also affect both your quality but also your quantity of your gaming. And for like physical athletes, uh, as I would call it, like um, like uh, traditional sports, it's even more crucial to have a good health so they can perform well. As a gamer, you can actually game if you got a cold or, or, or something, but of course the quality will be reduced. But as a traditional sports athlete, you can't train at all. But so for gamers, also have the same same issue, as I just told you. So make sure you eat for health so you can't perform well. Also, if you think think a little bit uh, long-term about this also, um, there are pretty much strong evidence for um, eating um, a nutritionally bad diet, like, for instance, a lot of sugars and a lot of saturated fats or trans fatty acids, and a lot of salt in your diet. All of these kind of things will affect your long-term health and make the risk of attracting non-communicable diseases like metabolic syndrome, diabetes, and certain types of cancer will be more uh, prevalent or you will increase your risk of attracting those kind of diseases uh, at a later lifespan. So also think a little bit further ahead, like maybe you're in your 20s and you're you're striving to be a pro or you just want to play games and chill out. Well, think about you're going to maybe be 40 one day or 50 or 60. And if you have a pretty crap foundation when it comes to nutrition and physical activity, you're going to have to pay the bill sooner or later. You're going to have to pay with some of these nasty uh, lifelong diseases that can really screw up your health. So also think about the long-term aspect here. Not only the short-term, like getting more colds and not getting to play as much. Also think about your long-term health. So that's important. So there's basically a good rational to eat healthy for both the cognitive performance, but also the short-term and the long-term health. Okay, so that's basically the nutritional part of this. I'm going to talk a lot more about this in later later talks. But I also want to just elaborate a little bit more about the physical exercise or like the physical activity part when it comes to esports and gaming. And um, there's one study published actually uh, on esports athletes. That's the first study in the world, I think, and that actually looks at the health, overall health of esports uh, athletes. And it was published in January 2019. And it's uh, basically, uh, I think it's over 60 esports athletes from uh, from esports college in in, in the United States. Uh, almost, I, I think it was 52% or 51% reported eye fatigue. Uh, during uh, the the um, practice uh, practice sessions up to competition, and forty uh, percent reported uh, neck and uh, back pain, while one third reported both uh, wrist and uh, hand pain. So that's a huge amount of esports athletes reporting different kind of issues and pain pain issues uh, just from playing a lot uh, pre-competition. But uh, these are also issues that are pretty much uh, prevalent for, for gamers also. I've been at like three uh, full cow schools and, uh, and and I've talked with all of the students. And uh, some of the students actually came up to me after lectures and they said like, dude, I've got this strange pain in my hand, in my, in, in, in my wrist, and, and uh, I don't know what it is. But uh, every time I play, and I, I really can't play anymore. I just get so much pain. And uh, I thought, of course, well, 
you have to see your medical doctor, of course, to get a diagnosis here. I can't, I'm, I'm not a doctor and not even a physiotherapist. So here you're going to have to check it out. But every time I was at these lectures uh, in, in these different schools, at least one person came up to me and asked me this kind of question. So there's not only for esports athletes that has these kind of problems, but also gamers in general. So you can think of it like this way. Uh, to become an esports athlete, you have to be a hardcore gamer. So everyone is a hardcore gamer at a certain point. So it's not exclusively for esports athletes. So even if you're a gamer or you're an esports athlete, please focus on these kind of elements that might help you not getting these kind of issues like wrist pain or carpal tunnel syndrome or whatever it is. So um, some things you can do to prevent this is basically physical activity. Making sure you are in motion, that you're not sitting 10 to 14 hours each day and just playing and playing and playing. But use your body as it's meant to be used outside of the gaming. Okay, so so so, so there, there are no current guidelines for this population like uh, gamers and esports athletes. There are probably going to come more studies uh, with regards to the health issues for, uh, for this population in the future. Uh, but for now, we can also apply the general guidelines from... from uh, the general health guidelines when it comes to nutrition and physical activity for regular people, not like physical athletes. Uh, and if you want to learn more, just feel free to check out gamersperformance.gg or send me a message on Twitter at gamersperform. Um, so I'm going to talk about a little bit more in detail these kind of um, elements I've already mentioned now in later episodes. So just stay tuned and eat well. Thanks for listening to the Gamers Performance Podcast, nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. If you enjoyed this content, we hope you'll pass along our web address, www.gamersperformance.gg, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Check out Gamers Performance on Twitter at GamersPerform. This has been an Andre Bauman production. Until next time.